Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Welcome back to another episode of Habs Nightly. Yes, it's been a minute. Yes, it's primarily my fault. We will get into that. We hope you guys had a happy holidays and are excited for the new year. Some wild shit has happened on our end along with this wild sport we love. But before we get into anything, Mason, how are you? I'm all right. I'm decent. How's uh, how's life outside of school right now? Uh, I'd like to say it's like calming, but all I've done is work, which is like nice in a way though, because I'm fucking dead broke, and I need the money. But mm-hmm. it's been all right. Uh, had a good Christmas. Good. How about yourself? Uh, Christmas sucked. Uh, it's been a very trying time for me and my wife. Uh, we've gotten into an accident, uh, which potentially has totaled our family car. Um, my job has decided that uh, half of half of our duties are no longer acquired, required. My manager is looking like he's retiring. And the company's looking like they're just going to absorb his title into the other manager. So there's no movement upwards. Um, What else? I'm broke as fuck. And I don't have a car. That's 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 the that's the legitness. That's the legitness of it. Um, It's getting to a point where my wife. Uh, when I need the vehicle, we'll have to Uber to work, and then I will have to pick her up at 10 at night, which isn't the worst, you know, but like, especially if you've had a long day, you know, it, it's going to it's gonna suck for a bit. Uh, this is what they call growing pains, I guess, as a, as a, as a uh, 
a new homeowner, I guess, you know, but uh, it's been, it's been tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. My wife's, my wife's back's hurting her. We're dealing with a lawsuit. It's just, it's been a train wreck, but hopefully y'all had some great, you know, holidays. Mason, you got any cool, cool toys? You got any cool stuff for Christmas? Uh, my mom got me a customized stethoscope. It just has my name on it. That's cool. Yeah. So you like lit, you can listen to shit. Yeah. It's for like vital signs, like your heartbeat. Sorry. Stethoscope is what you put to like hear the heartbeat. Correct. Yeah. Sorry about it. It's the flat. Yeah, it, it too. You're good. It's the flat thing. You put your little ears in it. Yeah. Dude, so went to the doctor and this motherfucker asked me a question as he put it on my chest. And of course I went to respond. And he pulled that motherfucker back so quick and then had had he had the nerve to look at me. Like I fucked up. Yeah, it, it ain't it ain't nice. And I felt I felt terrible, but he legit asked me a question and then threw that motherfucker on my chest. (laughs) I wasn't thinking. And it's a new doctor, too, you know, so like we're starting off on a bad foot. Oh, but I mean, dude, like I he looked at me stupid. I looked at him like, are you fucking stupid? You know, (laughs) why would you do that? Um, Yeah, dude. I got, uh, oh yeah, I also have the Sugar Bowl happening this weekend, if you know what that is. Uh, NCAA. NCAA, and by God, do we have the most uh, overrated fucking team coming down here. Uh, We got Alabama versus K-State. Knew you were going to say that. Fucking... Roll damn tad. Like it, it's just a, a a sea of crimson down here right now. Um oh uh Louisiana has become the most dangerous state. New Orleans, I believe, is now the most dangerous city. Someone was shot and killed uh at 2 p.m. yesterday on Bourbon Street. Uh, and we went and worked on Bourbon Street today. And my boss had the nerve to get upset when we joked about having Kevlar uh, in our new company jackets. <laughs> but I don't know, Mason. You don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to get through the day alive with uh. less with less debt. Yes, I uh, I get the debt. My fucking <clears throat> school payments were due the other day, and that that was painful, yeah. very painful. Um, but not as painful as watching the Habs play hockey. <laughs> These past uh, past few days have been very rough. Um, and I, I see we just jump into it. Um, we're watching them get slaughtered by Arizona as we uh, as we speak here. 
No, we're watching Florida. Or, sorry, Florida. But yeah, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on the game so far? Well, uh, just keep your eyes on it for about another minute. Uh, it's a blowout. It's it's a fucking blowout. We all knew it was coming <laughs> before the end of the first period because of uh, Alexander Barkov. Um, the Habs put up two strong goals, one uh, credited to Arbor Jackeye, who has played tremendous this evening, has been playing pretty well as of late. Uh, Brennan Gallagher's looking pretty good out there. Josh Anderson gets a goal after getting, if I'm not mistaken, a stick to the face. Earlier, got a four minute on that. Couldn't get the power play on it though. We got it one second after. I uh, think Jedi, without a doubt, has been the best player in the ice. Oh yeah, he's been tremendous. Involved, scored a goal involved in the other goal the Habs have this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been mobile. He's been throwing the body. He's been great in transition. I think he's been the best player in the ice for the Habs. If I'm being honest. Yeah, no doubt. Um... As far as people that haven't, Dadanov's been pretty bad. Um, <laughs> a, a lot of guys have. Uh, you know what? I'm not not going to be mean, but uh, he hasn't really done anything. But Jake Evans looked pretty good tonight. He's and as maybe not like flashy, but we're seeing that spark of uh, you know ability to grab the puck, you know, in in a in a threatening position. And, you know, hopefully he can make something of that pretty soon. I think the little bit of the line jumbling that had happened has really uh, affected, you know, Suzuki and Caulfield a little bit. But Arbor Jack, I, if there's one shining light in this this blowout today, it, it is him. He's been tremendous. Had that reverse hit, which I can't wait for, like, Matt Drake to have that gif up on Twitter. Because uh, I really want to be able to see it again. They haven't shown the highlight of it, and it was it was really bizarre. Um, it I I didn't even really catch it. I just saw him kind of lift, you know, lift his his upper body up, and the dude just fucking flip flip backwards. Uh, and they just you know they uh, they just started you know saying reverse hit and shit. And uh, I was like, okay, fuck yeah. Uh, but the kid has been on one tonight. No, absolutely, and uh, he's on pace now for 29 points uh, on the season, which I don't think – like, that's solid. Like, he's playing really well, and he's scoring goals. Like, he's – I think he's a goal away from matching his OHL career – or not sorry, career, sorry, OHL single-season high in the NHL him. amount of games, right? It's just crazy. Um, I think I think they showed it early. All the – as far as the rookie defenseman – all three of our young guys, well, with, with let's just say all three of the main young guys on D are in the top five for points now because uh, I think Jack I just put himself at 11 points, which it's either 10 or 11, and that puts him at fi- uh, fifth in, in defenseman, well, rookie defenseman. Uh, yeah, and wait, sorry, fifth Jack I in points. Yes, four rookie defensemen. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the Habs yeah. actually occupy three of the top five spots. Yes, but well, they do which now. Is yeah. Crazy, yeah. With with uh, Gooley 
in second, then Harris and Jacki behind uh, Sanderson, who's in third. So just, I think, pretty dominant from the Habs rookie defenseman in terms of just like what they project to be. And the Habs, I believe, I don't know if this is official stat, I think they've become the first team to ice five rookie defensemen. Uh, they did so yesterday when they added Baron. There were five rookie defensemen in the lineup. Which I'm glad just... you brought him up. Yeah, they did bring him up. So look, Mason, uh, before we get any further, this has been a, a, re- a really, really tough uh, road road stretch. Let's see. I mean, they, they won their first one against the Yotes. I mean, it's been a minute, so bear with us. Uh, it, it had to go to OT, though, against the Yotes, and a pretty decent game against the Avalanche, another OT game, but uh, a blowout in Dallas, a blowout against the Lightning, and now uh, a 7-2 to two game tonight so far with 10 minutes left. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, we have two more road games before our next home game. And you got Ovi, Ovi's next, and then a Predators game. Uh, yeah, I have. I think Ovi's next, which you know uh, should be <laughs> should be painful for the Habs. Um, as Florida scores their seventh goal uh, of the night. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, before I even get to that, uh, this loss is gonna be good for the tank. So. I guess we this have that stretch has been great for it. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And as of now, the Habs do hold the third best odds uh, combined with Florida's pick. So that that's uh, good to see. But yeah, no, we have Ovi and then the Preds. Um, honestly, two games that I like just don't like. Two teams I just don't care to watch. Yeah, you're not you're not on Ovi. You're not on Ovi watch with the rest of. Uh... The rest of North I'll America. be on Ovi. I'll be on Ovi watch when he's close, but I think Washington plays a really dull, boring game. They're not. They're slow. They're one of the slowest teams in the National Hockey League. Well, if I'm not mistaken, they're and, one of the oldest now too. Mm-hmm. They're old, slow. I don't know. And the Preds, I just they're kind of a nothing team. Preds you know lost I mean? their luster. <laughs> Look, I, I love I the just, Preds. But they have lost their luster. I just don't think the Preds mean anything. Oop, oop, we anything. might have a fight right now, Mason. Oh, I, I'm lagging a little bit behind you. Uh, it's nothing much. It's nothing much. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think the Preds mean much to any other. Like, I can't think of, like, like are the Preds the main rival of any team? I don't think so. So I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't get too uh, excited no, over this. I'll probably honestly. I'll probably tune into the World Juniors. Heard that. Heard that. Heard that. Um. Yeah. So of the the next two, obviously we're not we're not, we're not taking this in the back. You see us uh, squeaking uh, uh, two wins out of this seven game stretch. Just sorry, they've already stolen, or do you think that they're going to steal? Do you think they're capable of of leaving this seven game stretch with two wins? How many do they have? 
one. <laughs> uh, and then they finish it off against Washington and Nashville. Washington and Nashville. Uh, I don't know. I I don't like the way they're playing now is not very inspiring. Uh, like I said, I, I don't. I'm not a very big firm believer in Nashville, so maybe anything's possible. I hope not. To be honest, they don't deserve to be winning games right now. I'm all for the Habs winning mm-hmm. games when they deserve to, but as of right now, the play's just been absolutely dreadful. So I don't think the Habs deserve to win anything, and I can't see them winning anything outside of Jake Allen and Sam Montembeau stealing games for them. And what we're watching right now against Florida is what happens when they don't still they don't play insane and don't steal games for them. This is what happens. They get blown out. So right. So I, mean, I would I wouldn't bet money on it, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Um so how do you feel about uh excuse me, about Montembeau? If he do you think this is gonna reflect really hard in, in possible movement of him? Or do you think teams will see what he was capable of doing on the nights that aren't like this? Wait, what do you mean by that? Sorry. So we've, we've recently talked about, you know, the movement of uh, Montembeau for the betterment of our future and his, you know, to get him somewhere that has a little bit more of a chance. Um, But we have nights like this. We have, a, a bad stretch like this. Do you think this that this weakens his potential? Um, no, I guess you know, pick or you know no. whatever he would be worth. Or would you do you think that what he's proven he can do this season has kind of for right now it's still solidified and and these just show like lapses of a full team and not necessarily just on him. No, I don't. Because I think that he, like, I don't know, like, a game like this isn't, Mm -hmm. has has there been a goal that you've watched and said that's clearly, like, no, tonight, tonight is his, has been a lot of like, uh, like losses in our zone that have turned into something, or, you know, it's blunders more than anything. Power plays, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like. I think it's hard for any person to watch the way the Habs are playing and like legitimately say or feel that the goalies are the issue when they're, they're just not. They're not the issue. So, no, I don't think this. Uh, Oh god, sorry. You're good. Um, I don't think this hurts Montembeau's trade value because I don't think it was that high to begin with. Like, like we were talking last time about how I like I think he's a trading asset, and I do believe that. At the end of the day, the goalie market, it, it's kind of wishy-washy. Like, we'll see. You don't get like I can't remember the last time a goalie was traded at the deadline for a first round pick, right? Like it just doesn't really happen. Oh, I'm, I, I wouldn't consider a first it's, rounder, but, but I, I know not for Monty. But I'm saying, high round picks don't get traded for goalies. I think with Monty, you're thinking more a prospect or something. Mm-hmm. And even then, like we, I, I, I think, unless, maybe I'm contradicting myself here, but I've said, I believe I said previously that 
he does need to play more consistently before I believe in him. And I think a lot of teams are in the same boat. So I don't really think this decreases his trade value. I think it doesn't definitely just hampers it from increasing. Okay. Well, that's fair. Well, look, let's move on a little bit. Uh, We saw David Savard go down and it brought up our buddy, Justin Barron, who, if I'm not mistaken, had, uh, was it 18 points with Laval so far? They pull him up to to fill that role. Uh, I got it right here. It's uh, seven goals, nine assists, 16 points. Uh, leading all defensemen for Laval right now. How do you feel about uh, Barron getting a shot? Well, let's we. I love that he's. We already. A shot. I was about to say we already know because last time we talked, we we said Barron would be a great got to bring up for this, but uh, oh, how do you feel? Oh, you, you just it's saw a ghoulie. Yeah, oh, yeah ghoulie's shaking up. He goes to the – he's going to the, the the trainer's room. But, uh, but, yeah, how do we feel about Baron? I like it. I think Baron deserved an opportunity. He – um was leading the AHL in power play goals. So that's something the Habs could definitely oh, use. That's sick. I haven't seen him on the power play yet because I don't know, Alex Burrows, but <laughs> I I definitely I I like that he's getting an opportunity. I think he's owed one and I think he's deserved uh what everything he's gotten. He's definitely had to work for it. Um and honestly he- like what is there to lose? Yeah, no, absolutely. He's been uh he's been up for the last two games, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Well, including this one. Didn't he come in for Tampa? I did not oh. watch the Tampa. Okay. Um I'm just yeah. So Baron did come in for Tampa. All right. All right. He had yeah. 15, 15 minutes in that game. They gave him a little uh a little uh penalty kill as well, about half a minute. So yeah, I don't know the severity of uh of Savard, but I do I do like that it is Justin Barron that came in. I also like that it's an it's another young guy. He's 21 years old. Um if anything, it's a great opportunity for all of these young guys, you know, to to get a chance. Um but I think it's cool that we're we're dressing, you know, what four guys under 23 uh under 22 22, 22. and under wow unreal no it's it is crazy and i like i like it because oh sorry i keep yawning oh the work's catching up to me it's my bad story um you're fine <laughs> i think that it's important to when building for the future, like you don't want a team to have to mesh when it's in its time to win. You want them to mesh before then. Is mm-hmm. every one of these young defensemen going to be on a championship Habs team? Probably not. Realistically, let's be honest. But I think it's very fair to say that. I think all four of those guys are going to be NHL players. Yeah, all four, no, absolutely incredible. That I is think absurd when it comes to drafting and developing young defensemen. 
It's great. Now the question is, how good are they going to be? I don't know. I think Cooley, I think Caden Gooley legitimately can be a number one defenseman in this league. I am so high on him. And I, I know, like, I just, I don't know. I think there's this weird fever in Habsland right now of being incredibly pessimistic. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Caden Gooley, I am not. I think he can be a number one defenseman. I really do. I'm not saying he's going to be fucking Kale McCarr or Victor Hedman. Cause I don't know. People think when you say number one defenseman, that's what you need. No, those are generational talents. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying Kane Gooley will be an all-star. I think he'll be near that level, but I think he will be a legitimate number one option. I think he will be a top 20, maybe even top 15, definitely top 20. Like I will say that I think he'll be a top 10, 20, top 20 defender in the national hockey league. And in my book, that's number one defender. That means you're number one on a shit ton of teams. Yeah. Half the league. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think Caden Gooley will get there, but my point being some of these guys, Gooley, a lock, the other three, I think at least one of them is going to be hopefully two is going to be a big part of this Habs team. And that's Jack, I Harris um, and Baron. They're going to be a part of those, that, that run. Mm-hmm. You just, you can see it, right. They're fitting the timeline. They're young. They play the game the way uh, you can tell the Habs kind of want to transition to. So I think it's important that they learn to play together and read off each other because I think defense more than anything, partnerships last a long time and partners who have been together for a long time. It's just so you can tell it makes a difference when they've played together for a while. Petrie and Kulak were phenomenal together. And we saw what Edmondson and Petrie were able to do when they clicked. Mm -hmm. Right. And what Edmondson did for Petrie's game, you know, say what you want about his game this year. It hasn't been good, but you cannot deny that Edmondson did so much to free up Petrie. Um, Before that, Subban and Markov. Yeah. Absolutely dynamic duo that was developed over years until they became one of the best duos in the league. And unfortunately, those teams were never able to get it done but we are hoping that this will be the team that does. So I think it's really important to develop these young guys together. The only issue is Gooley is of course playing with the veterans all the time, but I'm excited to see the chemistry and the bonds that can grow um, um, between this young group as they uh, navigate the NHL rookie seasons together. Oh yeah. Um, Just on Baron. Um, I feel like Colorado really, really missed out, but they made like, like they're not going to look back on this. You know what I'm saying? Like they have their Kel McCarr, they have their Stanley cup, but I think, uh, I think, I don't think it's going to bite them in the ass, but I think that they knew that they were going to lose a tremendous asset. Um, I, I don't know what he was doing uh, for, for their, for their group before, um, he got traded in the Lekkonen deal, but um, I th- this kid just has an upside. 
and I'm excited to see what what his potential is going to be, especially uh, what he's doing with Laval and leading the AHL, like you're saying. Um, that's crazy, dude. And uh, Laval's taking a bit of a hit. They're not that crazy fucking team that was, uh, what, they were like the best in the league? Was it last year or the year before that? Uh, but for uh, Barron to come in and and do what he's doing, that's that's insane. It's another high-end defenseman we have. No, absolutely. So, yeah, um, I do have a blunder from a previous game that I saw uh, in the blur that was the Christmas holiday. Um, with the line changings a bit, you might not have seen the game, but I know you saw it because Twitter, uh, Habs Twitter was freaking out. Uh, Yoel Armia on the first line. I think it was, uh, I think it might have been in the Dallas game. Out of all, out of all, uh, moves you could have made, I just don't see why that one was the move to make. Uh, Armia to the wing you're talking about? Yeah, so uh, it was supposed to be on. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, uh, so Armia was thrown on the first line um, on Twitter. They, you know, they they'll show you the uh, the lineup sometimes before the game. They had him set first line: Cole Caulfield, Suzuki, Armia, uh, mm-hmm. with like the likes of uh, Slavkovsky on the third line. You know. Uh, understand Brendan Gallagher wasn't back yet, but um, I, I just think that was fucking just a little, just a little wonkers. I think, I think, I think was... if I talk about this anymore, <laughs> I'm just going to be beating a dead horse so far into the ground that I basically buried it. So maybe that's for the best. Um, I, yeah, I don't even like, don't even, uh, Armia hasn't scored a goal since last fucking April. It's January. It's almost January. Yeah. I don't know why they've done that. I don't, I can't even begin to apply logic uh, to their reasoning anymore because there is none. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> All right. Well, look, let's try to get you in a better mood. Okay. So, uh, Uri Slavkovsky, EA Sports. Did their yeah their career simulator on the young man? They have him set at uh, playing um, twelve hundred and thirty three games, having a total goals of four hundred and twenty one, seven hundred and sixty two assists, with a total pointage of eleven hundred and eighty three. He wins the Con Smythe and is a three time Stanley Cup champion. I think that's a bit excessive. How do we feel? Do you see potential like that in your eyes, Lefkowski? To be a Conn Smythe winner? To be the Conn Smythe winner. Uh, to be a three-time Stanley Cup champion. Uh, and to get 1,200 games under his belt. Uh, I, I don't like... I, don't I think spec- it's kind of early. I don't want to speculate how many NHL games uh, Slavkovsky's going to play because I think that's just impossible to know. At this stage of his career, um, I can tell you if he doesn't learn to keep his head up, it's not going to be that many. 
<laughs> but I think that Sloth could absolutely win a Con Smythe if he turns into the player that we hope he can. Um, if we see the man, because let's be honest, he he was a man. He was playing like one in, in the mm-hmm. Olympics the MVP of the Olympics, seven goals, bronze medal, like just dominant. Um, we've seen that he level, he raises his game at the highest um, standards of play and in the big moments. Now in the NHL, we haven't really seen that um, too much. So time will tell for sure. Um I think it's a possibility, maybe, but I think when you're talking about a young player who we don't even know, like, isn't even getting a chance to <laughs> develop properly, like, who should be in the World Juniors, I might add. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't speculate how many games he's going to play, um, but, yeah, I think if the Habs win a cup and he's a big part of that, he could definitely – um be a con smith winner i do like that they're uh at least seeing him as more of a playmaker um than a, a goal scorer and i think that is the most accurate of it all but uh before we get into world juniors we do have a word from our sponsors over at DraftKings. hockey fans light the lamp this winter with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement for you, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Remember to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. So, Mason, I know we kind of kept this for the back end, but I feel like this is where you're, you've been anticipating this conversation to go, which is to the World Juniors which was, uh, before we get to that, how was your boxing day? I know that you you and your family like to get a little little jazzed up and watch uh, watch the World Juniors, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, unfortunate. I how about like that bringing... first game? <laughs> yeah, I think you're bringing it up just to make some jokes, but... You know, you waited too long because I just watched uh, the U.S. get fucking battered by Slovakia without their first overall pick. So, you know, you better be thanking fucking Marty because if Slav was there, holy fuck, the shit pumping. <laughs> um, no, Boxing Day was good, though. Um, yeah, I just kind of I, I worked eight to four, but got back. Uh, That's good. Saw the family, had dinner. Had a few drinks, good. watched the game. It was a good time. Good, good. You know, how was how was yours, sir? Any we don't have Boxing Day down here. I don't even know what that is. You know, Boxing Day. I don't know what that is. Is I that like probably, Black Friday? We probably have this discussion every every day. year. 
It's the day after Christmas. But what is it? Why is it called Boxing Day? Because, like, you're boxing up, like... Oh, it's like Take Down Your Decorations Day? Kind of. Okay. okay. I don't know. It, it's, it's it like, I, like, Christmas Eve isn't a holiday, but Boxing Day is. You get, like, time and a half. That's so nice. I, I think it's, like, when... Something too like I think it like traditionally like when like poor people oh. in- <laughs> continue like like from like no like so like I think like rich people would like like so in as like repayment for like like say like richer people I I could be talking out of my ass here okay so maybe we should look this up but like richer people used to like employ like servants right on like and obviously on christmas they'd have their christmas dinner and their servants would work so to like repay them for that the following day they would give they would be the ones to then give gifts to the servants and say thank you for working on christmas this is how we show our appreciation okay i think (laughs) so i'm looking it up I'm not reading all of that. It will take too long, but it is called the Feast of Saint St- Stephen or Stephen. I've never heard of that. The life. first Christian martyr, also known as Boxing Day, a secular holiday celebrated in parts of the Commonwealth, including Canada. Mm. What is a Commonwealth? Is that another is that another like term for the UK? What? What is the Commonwealth? I don't know. The Commonwealth nations are all the nations that were like formerly part of the British Empire, but like still have the Queen is like still. Oh, okay. I was about to say, no, those baby. No, like (laughs) like Australia, India. Okay. Okay. I think India is still part of the Commonwealth, I think. I only know Commonwealth from uh, Fallout. I don't know if you've ever played the Fallout games. I think it was Fallout 3. You were in the what they called the Commonwealth, which was, uh, yeah. I think, Philadelphia. India is part of the Commonwealth, too. Okay, well, look, we're a little, we're a little sidetracked. Let's get, let's get to your favorite time of the year. World Juniors. Yes, sorry, World Juniors. Um I'm excited for this team Canada to say the least. Uh, I uh, was incredibly frustrated um, as we remember last episode with team Canada's selections. Uh, mm-hmm. And then with Joshua Waugh being um, kind of put on a third line, that stupid fucking QMJHL line they do every fucking year. It pisses me off. Um, but as expected, he instantly worked his way onto a line with Connor Bedard, and of course, <laughs> has been reaping the benefits of such scoring two goals, adding a couple assists as Bedard tears apart the fucking World Junior Tournament. It's just obscene what he I saw. Doing. He had what 
a seven point night and then the next has, game was a sixer he's on six right now <laughs> i don't know if they finished good I lord quickly check that he already has more points than Connor mcdavid did in his um draft year and mcdavid played seven games and this is bedard's third um he is close he is close to tying jordan eberle's all-time uh world junior uh point totals and what is what is the what i'm not sure you're not sure i can't remember it's like i want to say like 20 something and who's that you said eberle Jordan Eberle. No shit. Oh, Jordan Eberle is like a Canadian hero, bro. <laughs> you Why does everybody it? turn their backs on him and fucking uh in Edmonton? They didn't turn their backs on him. Well, they didn't like him. <laughs> no, that's not true. Wow, I just typed in Jordan Eberle. It, it's Jordan Eberle stats, and then the next thing, Jordan Eberle World Juniors. Yep. Big guy, huh? Clutch. I can't believe you don't remember that. 2009 versus Russia. I was very fucked up in my later high school years. Uh, Bedard matches Eberle's all-time Canada World Junior Cup goals record. Uh, 14. So it looks like he's definitely going to surpass it. (laughs) Oh, Absolutely. He's gonna fucking demolish it. Jeez. Yeah, it's not gonna stand past the next game, I don't think. Oh, he also has uh he's also sharing the single game point with uh Anderchuk, Morrow, Mike Camilleri, and uh Gabriel Bork. Wow, that's Gabriel Bork. What a fucking throwback, eh? Oh, is that Lord. most points in the game, you said? That's a single game points, yes. For Canadians. Oh, for Canadians. Gabriel Bork. That's a fucking throwback. That's I'm lost. I don't remember that person. He's a fucking... I think he's in Laval this year, actually. Let me look him up copy yeah playing for laval right now no shit uh just never like really played for the Preds for a while kind of just floated around jeez all right so look you said he's at what three games he's already matched i mean he could be past he could have his 15th goal already uh, what do you think? Where, where do you think this Connor Bedard's going to leave off just this season? I mean, just this tournament. Uh, I don't know. Ballpark it. What do you? What do you think? Do I think he's going to score? Oh, fuck. It's fucking twenty, twenty-two goals. How many? How many points? Fuck, Jesus. I have no idea. Like, let's see where he's at. As many as he wants to, (laughs) I think. Okay. Be perfectly honest. Okay, so so just 
this season, well, Jesus, why don't this tournament? He's got six goals for 14 points. He's insane. He is like he need we need to lose more games. Connor Bedard is just simply. I think oh, I don't even know. Like he is so good. We're not gonna see a player like this. It has been 12 years since a player of his caliber was in the draft. And I say that very confidently because I don't think Matthews is going to be in his caliber. How many, how many more games does Canada have? Let's just say they make it all the way. How many games would he have? Four, four more games? Genuinely no clue. No idea. I think that he will score as many goals as he sees fit. I really do. I think I think he's gonna push for almost 30 points. Well, and keep in mind he's doing this even after the the Habs, the, the Canadian team played a stinker against Czechia. Yeah. Like they did nothing. And it wasn't just it wasn't for a lack of him trying, but no, I think that Bedard will score as many goals as he chooses. He could double his total easily, he could triple it. I really I just think that. I don't think I've ever seen a kid do like I I remember watching Connor McDavid at the World Juniors, and we knew who he was back then. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's been a prospect as hyped as Connor McDavid was, and it it just wasn't he, he wasn't the focal point of that team. Max Domi, like, and uh, who else was on that thing? Duclair. Like, there were other guys on that team. Curtis Lazar. But this team, it's like, it's Bedard's team. Dylan Gunther scored a fucking hat trick the other game, and you didn't hear about it. (laughs) Because Connor Bedard is just so fucking good. He, I, I... I don't like it. I don't have words to describe. I think how good he is, and I just think he's going to score as many goals as he chooses to. Look, I, I think th- he's score more goals if he wasn't trying to pass so much. I think he's going <laughs> to score the fucking Michigan too. I'm like convinced he's going to do something crazy because he is just so much better. And that's the other thing. All these guys are like fucking older. He's doing this against guys like who are older than him. Mm -hmm. And I think some teams have NHL players. Like, it's just, I, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm just baffled. Like, I just think he's so fucking good. And I just don't want to even do a ballpark number because he, he is just exceptional. I'll ballpark it because he's not on team USA. Uh, You play Sweden next. I think after that, you'll have another two games, I think, or three. I don't know. He's eclipsing 20 points. He's only six points out from that. He's having six-point nights that shouldn't be hard for him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets close to 30 points. That's terrifying. (laughs) 
that that's nuts. That is terrifying. He's got 14 points right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if he walks away with 28 to 30 30 points. Who? I want to see something quickly because you've piqued my interest. Yes, so the all-time leader in World Junior points is Peter Forsberg with 42. Wow. He did that 14 games. Is that is that in yeah, that's multiple World Cups so, though, right? Uh that would be because how could you or- play? Yeah, I was gonna say you can't do three World juniors. Okay. Um, and I'm just gonna quickly he's gonna I just wanna see where is this Bedard's I'm... first World Juniors? This is his second. Okay. Because he was there last year as a draft plus one, which is so Bedard currently has has 16 in nine games. Uh let's see what the all-time points per game looks like. He's I don't even know. I think like thirty. If he did thirty points, I well, basically what I'm saying, I don't think it's possible. But how crazy would it be if he entered the top five all time in World Juniors points and didn't play a year past his draft year? Could you imagine? That's scary. He was born uh, <laughs> the summer before my eighth grade year. Really, that is scary. That that's he right before Hurricane Katrina happened, <laughs> like three months before it. That is crazy. Wow, can't wait uh, to see where he ends up <laughs> <laughs> in the NHL. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, other other than Bedard, you got any other favorites on your team right now? Josh Wallet. Um. Well, well, never mind. You you've been working your ass off. You probably been haven't been able to like. I'm sure you're recording the games if you can. Uh, but you're a busy guy. Uh, I haven't. I've only really watched the uh, like the the two games I was able to. But I uh I really do like uh fuck what's his name, uh Stankoven. Um, who we probably should have drafted instead of Mayu, but that's neither here nor there. Is that um, the guy Stan Coven Logan or something like that? It's like a wild name. Logan Stan Coven. And uh, despite what um, you know, getting demoted and you know some defensive errors, I've really liked Adam Fantilli's game, and I think that okay, uh, the odds he gets lowered. I think people are going to lower his draft stock because of this World Juniors. Um, but I don't think there's any – like, I think that's ridiculous. I think he's been really, really, really good. And I th- I'm i excited. Like, the idea of having Adam Fantilli is just so exciting. And I think it's going to get overshadowed by the fact that Connor Bedard is so good. But Adam, Fidili- Adam Fantilli would have gone first overall last year. And there would not have been a debate. Hmm. Uh, 
so I'm I'm really excited about him as well. How's uh Shane Wright making any uh, <laughs> making uh I any think, headway? I think he's been very good. Yeah, very solid. Just okay. Not he's not flashy. Just playing, just playing his game. That's just Shane Wright. Yeah, he's not a flashy guy. Heard that. Look, but uh, I'm sure we'll be wrapping up in a second. Uh, got any extras? You got any things you need to say? Um, any any fun Christmas little quips before you get out of here? I don't think so. I think no? I'm, I think I'm all all said and done. Oh, dude, I got I got two more things for you. Uh, we experienced cold. LOL, I'm kidding. Uh, it did get pretty cold down here. We were on a, a, a freeze watch for a little bit. Uh, Christmas Eve, I was talking to you a little bit. Uh, we we fried three turkeys for Christmas, and I can't wait to never do that uh, for a while, mainly because it was cold. It wasn't that it was cold. It was that the wind was like 15 miles an hour and it was fucking making it. It was just like cutting. It was just nasty as fuck. And then we're sitting there by a fucking, you know, 450 degree. No, was it 450? No, 350 fucking degree, you know, vat of oil outside in the elements for two hours. Oh, it was miserable. It was so fucking miserable, dude. Uh, and then now that I'm bald, every time the wind would just catch right under my hood and throw it back, it was just like, shoot me in the fucking head. Uh, but I, I, it did get a little cold, and it was because it was also raining. Disgusting. Um, trying to think of what it was for you so you can laugh about it. I think we got – I think it got down to – 20 21 23 fahrenheit so uh, i'm not even going to pretend i know what that is because i was proven wrong last episode uh, but it was a little cold down here uh, let's see what is 23 f2c that would be uh negative five i don't know what that is for you is that an average I have no idea. Negative five. Negative five Celsius. How does that feel? How is that in Canada? Just a, a Tuesday? Oh, you're saying Celsius. Uh, fuck, that's not too bad. Not too bad. The wind chill. It wasn't cold. It honestly wasn't cold. The wind chill was terrible. That was the only part that sucked. Um, also, you'll find this funny. Uh, I went to the store. My cousin said he found like these little My Hero Academia uh, little fucking, I don't know, figurines. Right. And he's like, dude, sick. It's like six bucks. <laughs> he's like, I bought one. I got Midoriya. Uh, we're way off topic. Anyway, I bought myself one one night. This fucking young girl was like, the fuck is this? I was just like, oh, it's just anime. She's like, you buying this like for a present? I said, no, I'm buying this for me. And uh, she looked at me so fucking weird. Cause yeah, I'm like 30, about to be 31. I got a long, you know, I got a beard, bald head. I don't look the type to be watching that. 
Um, I kind of laughed. And then she was like, this is neat. She turned it over. And I said, yeah, my cousin bought one and we watched the show together. So I figured I'd buy one for myself, too. I said, my little cousin. And she was like, oh, that is so sweet. You're such a great older cousin. I said, thank you so much. My cousin is 28 years old. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's just, the, you get what I'm saying? Like, she thought it was like a child. I was like, no. Nah, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> we just watched it before the Saints game, you know, like uh, like this weekend. We got an episode. Uh, anyway, some people find that stupid. I, I know you find that pretty hilarious, everybody. The woman went from thinking I was weird as fuck to being like a great role model for a young for a young child. <laughs> anyway, dude, I don't I don't know what else to say. Uh, I had a terrible fucking week. You could probably tell by this episode. Uh, I'm so worried about life, but hopefully, life is good for everyone else, and we hope that you have a great. You had a great Christmas or whatever you celebrate. I just hope you had a great week last week. And I hope that this week you go into the new year um, and good spirits and good things can happen for you. Same for you, Mason. Good luck at McMason's. Uh, good luck in school. Good luck to everyone in the world. We hope you guys are doing the best you can. And there's always help out there. Anyway, this has been Habs Nightly. Thank you all so much for bearing with us, sticking by us, and continuing to support us. Um, give us a like, a follow, a rating. Send us something for the email so we can we can talk back with you guys on the episodes. But uh, this is the conclusion of the episode. Thank you all so much once again. Habs Nightly, we will talk to you guys next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.